Blog Talk Radio. What are we going to do as a church? Our souls need to wake up. We need to respond to the gospel of Jesus. He said, go into the world. We don't want to deal with reality, Christian. We don't even want to deal with reality even though we've been saved from this place. I'm calling on you today in the name of Jesus to rise up to the call of God. Christ is coming back soon. If I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? People stop and think about it. If hell really exists, and it does, I didn't say that Jesus did, then don't you think people need to know about it? Can't you at least give them a fighting chance? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? Hey, this is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining the show tonight. You can reach us on www.dontletthemburn.com. You can also reach us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Check out our YouTube for um, our past shows with more um, information added, like news sources and video clips. Tonight, we have controversial stuff. <laughs> uh, we're talking about fake news tonight and the global conspiracy. I'm waiting on my brother Rory to call in. Um, but in the meantime, you know, you know, people out there you need to ask yourself questions. You know, what is going on in this world? Why is there so much confusion? You know, we talk about fake news and yet, a lot of these, uh, you know, media companies that are owned by corporations, global elite, are putting out fake news themselves. And so we have an attack on free speech. Um, it's not just in America. You know, so certain countries don't even let um, news come, come in. They have certain filters. Uh, places like China, they heavily um, censor what's coming in, even though some things get in, but they really heavily um, censor it. And so the buzzword for fake news used to be conspiracy theory or conspiracy theorists. Um, that was, you know, not necessarily made up, but that was put out there just like how uh, fake news is being put out there to silence um, or de- you know give you disinformation about people that are actually telling the truth. Um, you know, some people I think you shouldn't listen to. <laughs> uh, they have no credibility credibility at all. But at the same time, there are people that are not you know. The, the major alphabet companies, you know, CBS and whoever else that are actually putting out really great information. And in this day and age where we have the internet, there's some great information out there that I think everybody should pay attention to. And these are the times that we're living in. Hey, Rory, how you doing? Rory, are you there? Can't hear you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, there we go. Yeah, I was just like explaining to people the times that we um the live the times we live in. And 
how how conspiracy theory used to be the word that they use for people that aren't, you know, CBS, NBC, and whoever else, right? And so now the buzzword is fake news. Right. So this is the new. Um, this is what um, the media has come up with. Correct. Because because of the things because of, sorry because of the things that are happened and um, I don't think I don't know where you were before I just I just got on but you know I I don't I don't think people really understand what uh, just tra- transpired in the election that we just had um, where you had pretty much the entire world that was against. Um, Donald Trump, and, and there are things first and foremost, there are things that I don't like about um, President-elect Trump, but at the same time, this was the first time in history, or let me put it another way, the first time in my lifetime that I've ever seen the media go after uh, a candidate the way they did this gentleman. Right, and it was um, it was different, and it was biased. Um, in times past, the news would be given to you. The news would be told, and you would be the person to interpret the news. Today, we have transitioned to a new phase, and this new phase is unlike anything we have ever experienced. The phase is. Um, they're telling us what we are to think. Um, they're telling us what we are to do. And, and I, you know, I, I don't know where you are, but that's where I am. And, and that's how I have seen things unfold um, today. That's, and, and we're not just talking about um, the news outlets, the mainstream media. We're talking about... Others also, because of the points that they have spun for so long, other people started to believe it. They started to regurgitate the same things that they heard in the news media. And they right. didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, coming back from, you know, the old days, you had you had bad media then too, but it was more balanced, and um, right. or I should say bad news, and um, you had dif- disinformation going on too, uh, CIA funneling in news, uh, controlling certain narratives and stuff like that. But today, it's more one-sided than ever, especially with uh, the presidential election going on, because the the movement was was towards globalism towards uh, gaining control of a lot of things uh, and, and immigration uh, that wasn't going to basically, uh, you know, be, benefit us. Destabilization of the, of the world or the, um, the lifestyle that we know, the country that we know and grew up with, it was going to destabilize that. And so 
now that the plans have been somewhat thwarted, we see the propaganda start. I mean, starting off with uh, the, 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 the conspiracy about Russia and how Russia hacked the DNC when that was false. Um, Absolutely. How Russia possibly hacked the election, that was false. And we have our articles to prove that too. But this is all, you see, we have to, we have to think kind of like out of the scope of America and just think globally. Um, because if we just think about America, we, we kind of pigeonhole ourselves into, uh, into not seeing the bigger picture. In the future, there's going to be a global global government. And this global government will have uh, a leader surrounding himself with 10 kings. Yeah. Right? 10 kings that control 10, I don't want to say 10 countries, but let me just say 10, 10 uh, sections regions. of the planet, 10 regions, yeah. And so if this is going to come about, which it is, it talks about it in the Bible, then there must be a plan towards this global government. It's just common sense, right? And so that's, that's the bigger picture, that that is what the, um, the U- United Nations and all these different com- conglomerates, uh, we can start naming them, but it's, it's so many. Um, they all have their own agendas, but ultimately it's about bringing the one world government in play. That is the global conspiracy. I remember people, a conspiracy is when uh, three people get together and plan something evil. Okay? So if it was one or two people, <laughs> hey, no one, no one would care. But three or more people, it becomes a conspiracy. Okay? And and we we are we are, us on this this uh, uh, you know don't let them burn. We don't even subscribe to the term conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theorists. I, I don't, we don't even like the term, but that's what's out there. And we try to get as much information as we can in different categories to show you what's really going on. And trust me, all the shows that we've done, we haven't even hit the bottom yet. Nowhere close. We're at the tip of the tip of the tip. We're actually hovering over the iceberg. But some things are so disturbing, it's hard to go there. So without further ado, I guess, Roy, what's your first story? Well, I before I before I go to the to the um the story, um I would like to just talk a little bit more about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I don't, I I said it before, but I I really honestly don't know if people see what's happening. The the manipulation, mental manipulation that's happening to them today. Um, people are being manipulated about the economy. People have been manipulated about um, and let me, 
the election, the election that just passed, one of the things that we, we, we were told, and this is our news media, our news outlet, and, and, and this, is, this, is gonna, this will be my first story, the news outlets. Every news media or every news outlet that you watched on TV, they said, based off of all the polls that they were getting, that Mrs. Clinton were, was leading throughout the, almost the entire race by three to four points. All right. And this is, this is my summation. Three to four points. Hands down. How could they have gotten it wrong? And this is where I want people to sit down and really assess what happened. Did they get it wrong? Or were they trying to tell people how they should vote? Right. And, and this, is, this is the question that I, I have I, I've watched. CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC, NBC, um, Fox, all of them. How could they have gotten it wrong? These people spend billions of dollars on getting the media on getting the news to people they get the they go to the trade the, to the shows they have the vans they are interviewing people what i found startling was that the people who went to these gatherings when they were when they were out there um, visiting different locations, you would get um, that's the only time you'd get good information. Because here is what happened, and I saw this myself. And you can go and, and look on YouTube. You can look anywhere else that you wanted to look, and you will see that the camera angles that were shown at these events. On a Trump event, it was a wider angle. Wider, you'd get wider shots. First and foremost, they wouldn't cover Trump events. But they would cover Hillary events. Mm -hmm. And Hillary events, if she was able to muster up enough people, you'd have the wider um, angles. But a lot of the different events that she had the camera had to pan um, not at a great angle or a wide angle. It would pan at a very small angle um, viewing the people. At well, Trump well, rallies. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, because um, I think you made a mistake in, in the, a second ago, but the, the Trump uh, footage, it was always a close, straight on angle. Oh, yeah. They, they, yes, wouldn't yes. Show, it, they wouldn't show the crowd. They wouldn't show it. They wouldn't show the crowd, right? At all, and we got a, a lot of footage from the internet showing the crowds um, from independent and media. And people waiting outside. And people yeah, waiting outside. long four mile lines, all sorts of things. Correct. Uh, Correct. I have to yeah. apologize. Yes, I was wrong in my and the the way in which it was. Let me look. look here's what I'm trying to say. You're right. The way in which it was presented to us, it was not skewed what we were seeing. 
or they were skewing the information that they were supposed to be giving us. Yeah. That's wrong. Now, and, and, and that's, that's just one. The, the other thing, or, or the other information that we got, and <clears throat> you touched on it a while ago, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm just, I don't know if you want to say anything about this, so I'm, I'm going to just leave it like that, and then I want to move on to something else. Go ahead, Chris. No, no. Um, I, I, the next thing I was going to bring up really was the um, before the election uh, even was on, uh, you know, Newsweek sent out the Madam President cover. They didn't even check or, uh, anything. They just sent it out. <laughs> you know, they obviously they're going to make two covers, but they sent out who they perceived was going to win. Exactly. Based off of Based off of the lies that were that were told. I mean, right. this thing was uh, this thing is so was so um, well crafted. She should not have won. She basically here's the thing. From what we gather, everybody was in her corner. Everyone was in her corner. Mm-hmm. We saw the news media and what they did, and we turned to. Debbie Washerman Schultz, the former leader of the DNC, and how they railroaded Bernie Sanders. This is a gentleman who had more um, had more votes. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> but they persuaded the superdelegates to vote for him, um, for right. her. For, yeah. So there are a lot of different things that were going on that um, they were changing the information um, behind the scenes. And, and that bothers me because what we're seeing is not the truth. Mm-hmm. And, it, it, and then you have uh, a lot of the stations are straight, uh, what you would call uh, liberal or progressive. There's, there's no balance there anymore. You know, Fox has a little bit of balance, but they've just been taken over by somebody else. Um, and so we don't know where that's going to go. But either way, most of your media, if not all, is controlled. I mean, look at the, the, the news anchors that you look on, that you look at uh, every night, whoever you are out there that are still watching that, that sort of gar- junk. Um, they have to read a, a teleprompter. Not, not, now, this doesn't mean that some alternate, alternative media doesn't read teleprompters. But what I'm trying to get at is, most of it's scripted. They don't, they don't have a chance really to give their opinion. Their, their, their opinions are left out of the way. And some people get fired for giving their opinion. Exactly. If you and don't so follow you, the script, mm-hmm. if you don't follow the script, you can lose your job. Yeah, exactly. Will, sorry, you will lose your job. So, as far as a, a free thinker, they don't want a free thinker. <clears throat> you know, they're not looking for someone who is, uh, who is able to use their intellect and give the news or tell what's going on. But um, these news media are using fake news. Like, they're the ones that are propagating the fake news. <laughs> and um, there's, one, there, yeah, there's, there, there's, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
there there is um one more thing that um I also would like to talk about and is um the new DNC. Um and this lady was caught in a lie. Donna Brazil. She was mm-hmm. caught in a lie and it was leaked um leaked by WikiLeaks that um she had turned over information to the Clinton campaign stating um, or giving her the questions before the debate. That was um, quite alarming for me that that would happen, um, that that would be, would be done. So we find out that she worked for CNN, and this is what she did. She turned over critical information to her before the um the debate and she denied it she said she's not opening it up because there were stolen emails now i understand that there are stolen emails i understand that but <clears throat> the question still remains did you turn over critical information to the Clinton campaign? You say, but what's, what difference does that make? Or why, what's the importance about it? The importance is this, that the, all these things were helping to skew a person's thoughts. And, and that's what's really alarming to me. And for the Americans, or a lot of the Americans who didn't know what was actually going on. <clears throat> it was actually the alternate media and people in government that put forth a lot of the information. Or let me put it this way. Critical people in government was putting forth this information to the alternate media because they knew the media would not put it on. It would not air. And that's how we got this information out. Very credible sources talk about this. So when we, you know, Chris, again, when we say fake news, we have to say how much of it is fake. And and yes, we're going to touch on the, the Podesta email, and we're going to look at that and Pizzagate, so to speak, and is it fake? What's going on? What's happening? <clears throat> Listen, for me as an American, seeing all of these things going forth as fake news, um, and or sorry, they're trying to put a spin on it that fake news is becoming a problem. Not, not only that, but there are two bills that are, they're trying to pass to stop the alternate media that has come up. And, and um, I am not shocked because for the first time, the government and the powers that be never knew that the alternate media 
was so big. Right. That's what got them. Well, think about it, right? In the age that we grew up, putting out media cost you a pretty penny. To own a, um, a radio station, own it, you had to have a million dollars or more. Right? Mm-hmm. And then to broadcast, it's hundreds of dollars per 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Hundreds. A thousand, so, depending on the time of Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the time, the, of, right, right. The time of day and all that stuff. Um, but now anyone can make news. <laughs> and so what we're dealing with is a dying system that's desperate. You know, one thing um, you can always find anywhere when it comes to humanity is a struggle to survive. The struggle to survive. And when when your your food is being taken away in this case their money um because so many other media companies are 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 starting and more and millions of people are gravitating towards these companies because they feel more confident in these companies then you have a problem and so i think this is one of the things going on where we have a what they call the dinosaur media the old media that we're used to because everyone out there, if you hear CNN, NBC, Associated Press, BBC, all these stuff, you think credible news, right? That's what anyone thinks because that's what we're conditioned to think that if you don't get it from your local radio uh, TV station or radio station with, with this name or that name attached to it, then it, I, you have this thing where I might not believe it as much as them because that's what we're used to seeing them putting out the news. And now, and and I stated before, I don't say that you should listen to every alternative news station. Um, Come some of them actually don't know what they're talking about. Um, But there are a lot of credible ones out there. And actually these are the ones that are getting targeted now. Now, people like Alex Jones, Hackman and Hagman, uh, you name it, a couple others. Um, yeah. They are, are they're, they're um, the targets on them because they helped to push a movement. People like Zero Hedge, uh, you know, yeah. Lisa Haven, yeah. you know, people like that, they helped to push a movement. And because people were fed up of what they were hearing, this one-sided deal, because here it is. Even though a lot of us are asleep to the bigger picture, people are still not stupid. Not that stupid, anyway. You know, like really? exactly to be just to believe lies, to believe lies. And I want to say something too, um, um, Chris. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that is that Donald Trump? One of the things that he did do did go on Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. He did go yeah. on Alex Jones' show as yeah. an alternate media, and he did. Um, do an interview mm-hmm. because whether we like it or not, those people are still Americans. Those people um, are still a part of of the populace. So he he did uh, go on there again. I'll say I don't agree with everything that Alex Jones does. Right. But as the gentleman was campaigning. 
um, there are some things that he did that I, I, I really admired about him. He went into the black community. He went into the inner city. As a Republican, most people don't ever do that. So I, I, I applauded him for what he, he, he did. I applaud him for the stance he took. Um, all of a sudden, now the woman who said that he assaulted them and all those other things, they've all disappeared. Yeah. Why? How come? If that has happened to a woman, listen, it, she needs to stand up. She needs to, um, she needs to let them know what's going on and um, <clears throat> she needs to get some type of action taken if this really happened let us go all the way let us find out let us get some resolution all of a sudden it's gone quiet I haven't seen or heard of anyone saying anything else about yeah. Mr. Trump. Yeah. yeah I, I think a lot of that stuff was, you know, is just pawns they had in the back pocket to, to to give allegations, and all of them were debunked. Some yes. people were getting mad at Trump because of they didn't come to their uh, videotaping of some restaurant thing. I can't remember the name of the person right now. But yes, uh, yeah, that's there, was one, that, there was one young lady. Right. Yeah. One young lady. And that's why that. she, yeah. And that's why she came out, and, and, and but before that, she was praising Trump. So which one is it? You're not going to praise somebody that touched you like that, you know? Exactly, inappropriately. So, so you, you know, for the video that he, 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 he or not video, but the, the audio that Mike that was caught with him saying those nasty things about women and mm-hmm. I, yes, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I don't agree with that. Absolutely. <clears throat> but something that we also found out with the media too, Chris, is that if you take a stance on something here, take a stance on it all the way. Meaning, if one man does it and it's wrong, it's wrong. If the other man is, is doing it and it's wrong, it's wrong. Some of the things that never came up in the media, there are things that never came up. There were things that right. were never touched. They were never discussed. We saw them, but they never came up. Um, one of the things that came up was Bill Clinton's legitimate, um, illegitimate son. He has a son that looks like him, a, a, a young um, black male that looks like him. And the gentleman tells a story about some of the things that have has happened to him in his life and and how um, this gentleman would use drugs with his mother and his mom was a prostitute. You know, he tells a story. The information is there. It never hit the media. It never did anything. The media that went and um, interviewed him, they interviewed him for about 15 minutes. However, that was it. He's asking for a DNA test. He's asked for everything, and they won't get him. They won't get it, get it to him. <clears throat> that that was one. The other, the other was the other women who were sexually harassed by Bill Clinton. And most people say, "Well, he's not running for president." Well, Bill Clinton harassed the women. Put that aside. 
but then what also came out was that Hillary Clinton um, would blacklist these women. And, you know, initially... But she also helped, I heard to, helped she, to get them off. Right. Well, she helped, she helped to get them off. But I also heard that, or we also saw, and this, how, how you know these things are, are true, is not only that you, didn't, you hear it from these women... But we also heard the testimony of gentlemen that called themselves the fixer. And his job, his focus, was going around fixing issues that came up. And he yeah. talked about some of the things that he did. So this wasn't somebody that um, was um, a shadowy figure. He came out and told about the things that he did. And he's not the only one. There are several other men that came out and said what they did. So I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm saying all of this, Chris, to say that if we didn't see what happened last month in the election, how they took control of people's minds, they were able to take control of people's, people's thoughts. They literally bombarded people with this election coverage. They bombarded people with who they were supposed to vote for. They bombarded people. Um, and it wasn't just the regular media. You had the view that uh, did certain things. You had, I mean, th- this was like, like you said, it was a conspiracy. It was mm-hmm. the entire world, even up to the Pope, yeah. said that. It, the, the, the French president said the same thing. I'm, I mean, even they said there has not been another president in history that has campaigned as much as President Barack Obama campaigned for Hillary Clinton. Right. <laughs> I mean, it just, so, it just shows, you, shows you the power structure. It shows you the entire power structure. Uh, we've seen things this year that we've never seen before, never in 30, 40 years. Um, and, and a lot of hypocrisy, too. You know, you, you come out and say one thing, then next minute you got to turn your head and say another thing because it, it was fake news. Hello. <laughs> you know? Yep. But, but and and now we have we we have the 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 internet media companies um trying to censor and stop people from they they're putting all sorts of things in in place people uh, on Facebook and Google and and we're going to get into some of that um but one thing i want to point out is uh and you have to do your research on this but if you look at somebody like Anderson Cooper he intern at the CIA. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and yeah. the CIA has been proven to uh you know they dictate what comes out of Hollywood. Scripts absolutely. have to go by them. Uh yeah, and so they're inside the news media too. And so don't think of the, the CIA as just some military operation. Uh and they're supposed to operate outside the country. Think about yeah, that. They're, they, they perform their biggest psyops right here. Exactly. Psychological operations right here. This is this is where it, this is the this is the testing ground 
for psychological warfare right here on the populace. And now, like you said, the checks will be in place for the next time. So most assuredly, the person that's coming in will be the person that they want. So they're trying to pass the laws now that another person who is affluent like Donald Trump, who um, will will use his the same technique he did flying around the country um, having private events renting stadiums private events these were all private events not only did the, uh, the, the Democratic Party send out hustlers and thugs to beat people up they did they incite riots they did a lot of things and no one has been arrested nobody has been charged so I mean <laughs> Chris, this goes. This is endless. This is endless. Endless, yeah. Endless. The 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 amount of filth, the amount of garbage that has been perpetrated. One of the gentlemen that was involved in that whole ordeal was has been to the White House something like almost a hundred times or something. Oh no, forty, forty, forty something times. But 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 he he goes there. He went there more than that. But he, he um, right. actually uh, visited Obama like forty something times. Yeah, yeah. Visited President Obama forty something. So mm. my question is is like, where is where is being a, a right upstanding person? How do you have them paying homeless people to go in and create havoc? And when these things are brought to the light, they're just dismissed. Oh, this gentleman, he's a liar from the beginning. He did this. He's been under investigation by um, by um, um, Planned Parenthood for the videos that he he was able to get out of Planned Parenthood to find out how they are using some of the babies and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know. These are some of the things that we got to really look at. We have to assess. We yeah. must assess what we're doing. But no one is interested in doing that. That's not, that's not the point. People are now looking at wrong and calling wrong right. And, and, and that is um, shocking to me. You know, that is, that is what is shocking to me. And uh, these are the days that we're living in where things get flipped on their head. And, of course, uh, the Bible says, warn to those that call bitter sweet and sweet bitter. You know, we're we're not supposed to go in this direction because now we're inviting the judgment of God, whichever way it comes. And, of course, later on, there's going to be a <laughs> a more serious judgment. Um, on the whole entire world. Absolutely. So now we we have you know it's it's just a a thing where who do we believe? That's the thing. See things get so muddled, so muddy that you, you start to who do I believe? Who do I believe? And you know as Christians we have to count on the Holy Spirit to guide us in the truth. But at the same time it's 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 like People like to play mind tricks. A lot of this is just mind control. 
mind control. Exactly. Exactly. And again, pushing the narrative, telling you what you need to believe. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and it, I got it. since we you talk about that pushing the narrative. Here's another aspect of that pushing that narrative. One of the things I saw was um, Amy Schumer, the comedian. Mm. Um, there were several other actors and actresses that said if he won, that they would leave the country. We don't see those people leaving. Bye. We don't see them back. I mean, I, <laughs> I look and I'm, I am looking at these people and how she ridiculed a lot of people saying that they can't, um, Amy Schumer won. She can't believe that um, a gentleman would vote for, for Trump. Um, that's one. I was watching The View just the other day. Um, well, I don't watch The View. I was listening to some excerpts from The View, and when they're, they're talking about wives should, um, um, should sort of um, um, don't make love to their husband because they voted for Trump. <laughs> um, I mean, we, do, what are we coming to? What, as a nation, what are we coming to? And, you know, I, I see these things, Chris, and it, it's, it's alarming, man. I don't know what else to say. It's alarming. Well, you know, I, I always say anything demonic is usually you can't understand it. So there's a spiritual function to, to all of this, too. Um, we can't necessarily point it out, point all of it out, but there is there's always a spiritual aspect, always a spiritual connection. Uh, and this is a movement. This is not something that's just going to easily go away. Now, remember, the globalists, uh, you know, call them who you want, but you, you can call them the establishment, uh, you know, New World Order, globalists, Illuminati, whatever. The point is that, that there's somebody behind the scenes, some uh, a whole bunch of people. Um, as far as I know, it's like a hundred thousand people or so, and they they have a movement going on. And you, like, like we we said before, we it, it was almost thwarted. So of course, it's going to come back into life because it has to happen. But these people are running scared. Remember, it's more of us than there is of them. Yep. And, and so when the people start waking up, they got they have to give you a boogeyman. They have to give you someone to think about constantly. Before and that's it, that's I, what's gonna, that's what has to come now. We need a new boogeyman. Right. And so before it was Al Qaeda, uh, you know Osama bin Laden, and and you know all those sort of people. But now it's the Russians, the Russians, and you know. Think about this, people. Think about it, right? And I'm not saying this was some prophecy or anything like that. I'm just saying to think. We talked about um, predictive programming on the last show. Think about this. For years, you've been getting movies that just make Russia look bad. And I'm not saying they're great or good or whatever. My point is it's already in your brain that they're the bad guys. So if someone says, Russia hacked, Russia did this, this person is connected to Russia, you're automatically 
think the bad guys? Why did the general come up uh, on the media during the uh, after the debates and said Russia? We're gonna take it seriously and all these threats. Why? The public wasn't focused on Russia. The public was focused on the election. And so they try to give you a boogeyman to start paying attention to. And what are they doing right now today, over two months yeah. later? Russia. And we're going to talk about that some more. But, um, okay, so fake news, right? <laughs> Go Here we go. Uh, I'm going to play two clips. This first one is uh, MSNBC host. Uh, she lied about being at some party and then she had to backtrack. I'm just showing you what happens. Okay, here we go. Later in the broadcast, this teleprompter reading piece of trash said this. There you go. Earlier today in a sec. Oh, you know what? This is some serious business that I need to share. I need to apologize to the audience. Earlier today in a segment, I stated that the Fox Network held their holiday party at Trump's D.C. hotel. I was wrong. We've since learned that neither Fox Network nor an affiliate held any party at Trump's Washington Hotel. I stand corrected. I apologize for the error. I am truly, truly sorry. The mistake, entirely my fault. And of course, I wish all my friends over at Fox a very happy holiday, no matter where you have your party. Oh, I'm sure she does. She even called the people at Fox News her friends, which is another lie. And, of course, she was afraid to say Christmas party. She had to say holiday party. Got to be politically correct over there at MSNBC. You don't want to get fired for actually speaking the truth over there, do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? For you, for, Again, for you guys to think. Remember we said that. A lot of these things that these people are reading from the teleprompter is scripted. So for her to say that they were there, she didn't just rail that off like she didn't believe it. It was there on the teleprompter. But somebody had to basically let it out that that was a lie. And so guess what they have to do? Backtrack. Yep. And that's what's going on. And it happens and but, but, all but the time. Chris, it happens mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, there was another one. Well, there's another clip. I'm, I'm quite sure you have to play. But remember when uh, Hillary Clinton came out and said, I think she went to Bosnia, and she said she was under sniper fire, and she had to run right. into the building. And yeah. somebody found the clip and played the clip, and there, there's no sniper fire. Yeah, and no said, sniper fire. I, I, there was no cyber fire. She was greeting the kids, and she apologized and said, oh, oh uh, whatever happened. But this happens all the time. There was another newscaster. He did it. He said that the, the helicopter that he was flying in, it was shot down. And I'm looking at right. these people like, yeah. what are you guys doing? Yeah. You know? They, they, they're uh, trying to make it seem more than, more than what it is and trying to amp you up to think, you know, to go along with the story. And a lot of people buy into it. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that buy into a lot of this garbage that's coming out of the, the mainstream media. Um, and so we're on the topic of fake, fake news, right? So now think about this, people. Before, um, before, no, after, no, sorry, before the election, you didn't hear the word, the term fake news. At least you didn't hear it a lot, Right. And right after the election, we were bombarded with it. It's a movement. So check out this compilation. 
And lately there's been a lot of coverage in the real news about the growing and booming business of creating fake news. Fake news stories. Fake news. So-called fake news. Fake news. Fake news stories. Fake news. Fake news does matter. When it's somebody in a very high-profile position. Clearly fake news stories. Fake news websites. Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. We do have problems. I think everybody feels it right now. We are not serious about facts and what's true and what's not. And particularly in an age of social media where so many people are getting uh, their information in sound bites and snippets off their phones. Uh, now, now realize what Obama is doing. He's putting, he's he's playing some NLP tricks on y'all. <laughs> I mean, realize he just pointed out people getting stuff off their phones. He pointed out social media. He's using power words to get you to think a certain way. When actually what he's saying is a lie because a lot of the media companies are using actual reporters, real cameras, not a phone. Sometimes they use a phone. I mean, if if I were in a place where, okay, I need to just put this story out, I would use my phone. But they're not just using sound bites either. They're using articles. They show you the articles. They put the links to the articles. What is he talking about? So that's what's going on. It's it's just total manipulation of your mind, neural linguistic processing, NLP. It's a method to mind control you. Witchcraft, if you want to call it that. That's basically what it is. But the technical term is neural linguistic processing. Okay? And it's it's actually very dangerous, but um, this stuff is being it, it's being used on you a lot. They put these words in there to make you focus on the words to change your mind towards the situation to the narrative that they're trying to produce. So now, again, like I said, now you don't know what to believe. So they're telling you what to believe. Go to the, the mainstream media, get your news from only that. Everything else is fake. News. Yep. Yep. And and you know, Chris, you 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 said it right. Where you said um, the president is gotten you know getting in a, on it. He not only did that because they lost the election. He he he's talking about that. He also put down Mrs. Clinton for not visiting Wisconsin. Um, mm-hmm. Various things. He he did quite a number of of, of different things. Um, <clears throat> to say that um, the reasons why they lost the election, so uh, there's a lot of different things that are that's there, but like you said, the fake news is one of the major aspects of it. Right, and you know, okay, so uh, this is from the Daily Caller, right, which would be considered fake news. <laughs> It says there, um, and what can be only described as a perfect case of irony, the New York Times aired a fake news ad in a story decrying fake news and uh, the death death of facts. The piece is an editorial called Truth and Lies in the Age of Trump. Now, 
I, I, sorry, I, I like to break things down for people. <laughs> the articles, the, the title is Truth and Lies in the Age of Trump. Really what your mind is going to be focused on is lies in the age of Trump. That's what your mind is going to be focused on. And it says um, it was published uh, Saturday. Um, New York Times editorial board discussed the, de- the, uh, the decay of facts in a Walter Cronkite-less era dominated by truth spinners like President-elect um, Donald Trump. You see, <laughs> smack dab in the middle of this piece, um, lamenting the end of reliable news was a fake news story claiming Alec Baldwin was dead at 58. His Moto Media Group executive editor John Cook took a screenshot of, of the ad and posted it on Twitter December 10th. And of course I, I, I can see it there. It's in the middle of what they're trying to uh, post. And so now uh, the New York Times edit, editorial board member Jesse Wagman and senior staff editor Michael Roston both replied to Cook's tweet that um, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they said, um, they said, uh, hey, John, did that appear on a, on a phone or something else? And he said, iPhone. And the other person tuned in, um, Roston, I've reported this internally. Thanks for flagging it. Wish you didn't have to. Now, just hearing that, you would think this probably was a one-time event, right? Okay, not. It says here, this isn't the first time the time has had this problem. It occurred enough to warrant a November 23rd piece by public editor um, Liz Spied, um, titled Con- Condemning Fake News but Running Fake News Ads. It says, uh, a quote here, how could such fraudulent content wind up on the New on the Times website through something called programmatic advertising. Spied explained, both the Times newsroom and its advertising department have rules that forbid false, misleading, or otherwise worrisome ads from appearing on the site. But it is difficult to apply those rules when computers are serving up the ads automatically. Um, she, she then said not to worry about the Times because compared to Facebook, it's a brook of fake news, not an ocean. As measured by share impact, there is no comparison between a handful of fake news ads and the Times website and uh, an endless gush of fake news stories that get shared by millions of Facebook on Facebook. One is a brook, the other is ocean. But but again, you're playing games. You're playing games. Of course. <laughs> of course. And you know, hey, I I just can't say it enough how uh, we see a lot of these things are coming down actually from the media circles that are supposed to be filtering your stuff and putting out the correct news. Um, I remember when Hillary Clinton um, passed out. Yeah. Or, or we don't know. We Sorry. We don't know what transpired. We just knew that she was, looked like she was um, losing it and they threw her into a van. <clears throat> um so we don't know what transpired there, but what we do know is that uh, one outlet said that she was dead, and that wasn't true neither. But you know, right. 
you know, right. so you, you raise a valid point when you say that we need to, the, the person writing the article say, hey, the news needs to be filtered. It needs to be looked at. But a lot of these things are coming from right smack in the middle of those places. And, and, and yes, Facebook is there, and, and there have been several, several um, people that have gone and done things on Facebook that are not necessarily true. And you know what? While we were talking about fake news, uh, Chris, so, some of the things that we have to touch on, too, is um, um, some of these guys that have gotten shot by police officers that um, uh, the one that the, the wife said, um, I, and, and I got to say this before I even start, it's unfortunate when somebody gets shot by an officer and dies. It's unfortunate when the officer lies about it. It's unfortunate when the other party lie about the information. And we see a lot of that going on today. However, one, it's, I've seen one where the, um, the officer lied. I think it was in North Carolina where he said the man took his taser. That, that's unfortunate. That was a lie. Um, the other one I saw was when the wife called the cops and said, don't do it, honey. Don't do it. But he, the man had a gun on him. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, the officer shot my husband. The officer shot my husband. He didn't have any gun on him, only to find out this man was reaching for a gun. Yeah. So, you know, now the news medias don't come back when they give you the wrong news in those instances where people, thousands of people have gone out and protest and break windows and doors and, and, and beat people up and all the other stuff. They don't come out and say, we, we need to apologize for what we did. Why don't they do that? They're the ones that are pushing that, pushing that. And we find out weeks later that the gentleman, oh, yeah, he have a gun. Or, you know what I'm saying? How come yeah. they don't apologize for what, they, what, they're, what they're putting forth? It's wrong. <laughs> Sorry. So they are, they've already lost a lot of their, credi- their credibility. Right? And so yeah. they're going to lose more credibility. And, and listen, some of the articles I have up here to read, some of it is is hilarious in a in a in a in a way that's not funny, you know. Um, these people, they they want to start uh, now. There was a um, an internet company that wants to start um, banning certain websites. And of course, Google is on board, um, and and um, Reddit is starting to shadow ban certain outlets. So it'll be harder and harder for you to get the news. But but the, here's here's one of the powerful things: you don't necessarily have to go through Google. Google is the biggest search engine, but they're not the only search engine. And you don't have to That's use Yahoo. You don't have to use Yahoo. You don't have to use uh, Microsoft. <laughs> there are other search engines like um, startpage.com 
that doesn't track everything that you do, like Google does and other, and other ones. Uh, you could you could find uh, what you need to buy through those. Uh, I think DuckDuckGo is another one. Right. Dogpile. Uh, yeah, you you can get rid of your Chrome browser and use um, Dolphin, at least on your on your iPad well, not iPads, but your tablets and your and your phones. So there's we we, we this is what we tend to do, and and I do it too. I, I'll go to say a restaurant eat some good food, and that's the restaurant I continue to go to. I don't check out the five other ones. You know? I go to uh, a grocery store, and since that grocery store um, had the best bargains, I kept going to that grocery store, but there were three others around that were giving great deals, too. That's how we do things, you know? Uh, But now, you know, with, with this news, the information, and again, be careful. Be careful with uh, mainstream media. Be careful with alternative me- media. Some people out there are not telling the truth. Okay. <laughs> um, Absolutely. And coming up with bogus claims, um, adding on to what is is reality. You know. Um, so be careful on both sides. Uh, and what's funny too? Remember, Rory, when. Uh, this was, uh, I think, during the election. Remember how many news stories we were getting, and it would be hours later or a day or two later before it would yes. really break in the mainstream. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I re- I remember that, and that's what people don't understand is that yes, during the election, through our sources, we would get news. I remember one time I got news four days ahead. Four days, uh, four days ahead of the populace, and I said, "Hey, this is coming out. Wait until next week." And people are like, well, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, I left yeah. it alone, and I came back the following week. I'm like, "Here you go," and they were like, "Oh, okay." And yeah. You- Hello. Hello. I can't hear you. These are the things that. I'm sorry. These are, is that better now? Yeah, go ahead. These are. Hello. I think, I think you're dropping out, buddy. Okay. Well, um, I guess Rory has a bad connection right now. So I will continue. <laughs> so the Facebook here on InfoWars, it says uh, Facebook decides to what's real versus fake news for users. Company working to censor alternative information uh, from users. Now, remember, uh, I think a week or two ago, something like that, uh, the Facebook employees, they started to hand in resignations because of the stuff going on in the background to censor people unfairly. There's a sort, there's a type of censorship that's kind of good. You don't want really damaging, really bad information to get out and hurt people. But Facebook is just doing it in, in a, wonder, uh, a one-sided way. And so right now, uh, Facebook, is they're trying to use um, some far leaning far leaning 
companies to do some of the censorship, and one of them is Snopes. Now, let me explain to you what a lot of people go to Snopes and they think that everything on there that's debunked is really debunked, but it's not. Snopes is not some sort of company that um, is ran, uh, you know, by by peers that can review everything that they're so-called debunking, right? Snopes is run by a man and a woman that lives with their cat, okay? That's it. Just those two people. And it says here, Snopes.com has considered has been considered the tell-all final word on any comment, claim, and email. Once negative articles um, by them and people point and say, see, I told you it wasn't true, but what is Snopes? What are their methods of training that gives them the authority to decide what is true and what is not? For several years, people have tried to find out who exactly was behind this uh, website, Snopes.com. Only recently did they get the bottom of it. To the bottom of it, um, it says here, "Are you ready for this? It is a, it's run by a husband and wife team. That's right. No big office of investigators scouring public records in Washington. No research study histor- No researchers studying historical stacks in libraries. No team of lawyers researching the st- consensus on current case law." No, Snopes.com is just a mom-and-pop operation that was started by two people who have absolutely no formal background or experience in investigative research. And uh, I guess I'll stop right there, Rory. Well, hey, they'll they'll be bought out soon because once the people, once the powers that be see that these people have a following, Right. They will they will buy the company, but it goes to show you that people don't want the truth; they just want the answer. Right, quick too, very quickly. Exactly, exactly. They just want the answer. I heard um, this this gentleman, like what was his name now, Denzel Washington, say something the other day, um, and I'm going to paraphrase. In my own words, he says, "Hey, for this, you know, the lady was asking, or the person was asking him about fake news, and he says, for this reason, people need to read the paper, read the newspaper. That's the reason they need, they really need to read the newspaper. And if you're reading the newspaper, you're a fool. <laughs> you're an informed fool. An <laughs> informed fool. And I'm, I'm like, whoa, okay. So basically, people." What he was saying there, you need to read and formulate your own opinion. Mm. Don't just take the, the, the what you see in the paper, but you, are, you need to formulate your own opinion. Today, people will see something, a video, whatever it is, and they take it as the gospel, and they run with it. Yeah. And, and, and this is the problem. Snoops, it looks Snoops. how long it Took them to, or, or whatever it's called, Snoop, Snoop, mm-hmm. whatever. And <laughs> it's only run by a husband and wife, and they have a cat. And they sit down all day long and say, oh, we got to check out another one. Let's go see what's going on here and see what people yeah. think. It doesn't have to be the truth. And again, Denzel Washington said, 
people in the news, they don't want to tell the truth. All they want to do is be the first one to say something. Right. That's the most important thing today. Nobody's fact-checking. Nobody's doing anything. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Earlier in our conversation, Chris, you brought up mm. Anderson Cooper and where he was. He did his internship. Mm-hmm. And I remember See, I he was being interviewed by one of the ladies who was harassed by Bill Clinton. And the lady said something to the effect, if I remember correctly, the lady said, you don't talk about any of these things. You've never interviewed any of the... No. The lady said, the information is there. The information is there about these women. And, and Anderson Cooper says, no, it has never been... We have never verified it here on, this, on, on CNN. And someone went behind and was able to find out all the information that yeah. at one point in time... CNN had aired about yeah. the allegations from these women. Yeah. And I looked at that and I said, wow, you see, you mm-hmm. have to formulate your own opinion. You have to do your own investigation. You have to be the one that, that reads. And that's why I look at people and I'll say, hey, listen, I'm going to give you some information. But you know what? Don't believe anything I say. Go and do your own research. And we, this is something that we say all the time on this show. Go look for yourself. Spend some time and go find out the information. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you how to do it. Go and pray. Ask the Lord. And he will hmm. lead you and guide you. Yeah. And you will know. Yeah. 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 So so going back to the Facebook thing, right? I'm going to go to the Breitbart article. And, and it says Facebook uh, to label fake news with help of partisan fact checkers. Uh, Facebook has announced it will introduce warning labels on stories that they deem to be fake news with the help of partisan fact checking or, uh, organizations such as Snopes and PolitiFact. Stories deemed to be false will now be flagged by Facebook with a accompanying red label claiming the story is disputed by third party fact checkers. Um, users, users, you, you see, you see, right back to where you were talking about, Rory, your own opinion. So yeah. they're going to have these fact checkers, quote unquote, that have formulated a, an opinion about what's fact, not necessarily giving you facts. See how confusing that is? <laughs> it's just, it's just that I've been on Snopes before and I've read some things that I knew were a hundred percent true and they said it was false. So anybody that's uninformed will go there and say, Oh, there it is. Can't be true. You know? So anyway, um, users will then have the uh, option to learn why uh, this is disputed to receive an explanation as to why Facebook believe the story is false and quote here we'll use the uh, the reports from our community along with other signals to send stories to organizations as facebook vp admin uh Mazuri, i think that's how you pronounce it wrote in the facebook news blog if the fact checking organizations identify a story as fake it will be flagged as disputed and there will be a link to the corresponding article explaining why 
Were you there? Oh, okay. Hey, hello? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I'm did you hear that? Right? Yeah. You know no, I just wrote it? No, sir. But basically, yeah, well, basically, Facebook is basically um, flagging what they deem to be fake news, and these people will be um, uh, the ones behind it. So this goes into into also the Orwellian uh, conspiracy or Orwellian nightmares, as some people call it, where the te- the technocracy that's that's slowly building, well, actually, it's rapidly building. Um, will tell you how to think, tell you how to act, tell you how to walk and talk. And if you don't go with the narrative, you will become an enemy of the state, whatever state it is, whatever country. Um, these are the type of new world order to us. New world order. You know, you know, 30 years ago, we wouldn't think like this. We wouldn't, we wouldn't think of it as, a soon-to-be reality, like around the corner, you know, and and that's what's happening. Uh, you know, Google is and Facebook and a couple other companies, their seed money was the CIA. Just that's just yeah, it's fact. <laughs> you can't go but, around. But, it. but and the other thing is, from the emails, we also found out. That all mm-hmm. the CEOs of Facebook, Google, all mm-hmm. these huge um, companies had meetings with the Clintons, I think twice a month. I think mm-hmm. something like that, twice a month. They would have meetings to plan and strategize. And fake news again, Chris. One of the things we learned about Google is you could not look up any bad information on Mrs. Clinton. Right. Because right, right. they deemed that they deemed that as fake news. So you weren't able to get information on that. So they basically they were cleaning your thoughts or cleansing your thoughts. So yeah. if you would try to look it up, you wouldn't find that. You'd only find the good things. So exactly. um, wait, 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 wait. These are some go, of the Lord. things wait. Before, before you go, that that what you just said, I I, I need to put it in, in in a certain way, cleansing your thoughts. Yeah. You see, let me explain something, people. Anytime you get on that keyboard and data enter what you want to search in Google or any other search engine, you are telling them what you are thinking. Exactly. And so what Rory just said is very important because, okay, we have suggestions that come up while you're typing. And in, in some search engines, they do a fair um, prediction of what you might be looking for. But Google controls the narrative so much that they were working with the, uh, the DNC to, to stop you from seeing anything bad about Clinton, you, if, you need, if you wanted to see it, you would have to type it in correctly. Yeah. And we show this in another show. Um, and, and, and how when you went from Google to Bing, Bing would give you the right results. Yeah. It's not that they're the good guys. They just didn't manipulate it. So that's, I was just saying that's important that what you just said, Roy. Just wanted to break it down a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I, 
I agree. And and uh, the other thing is, you talk about your thoughts. You're writing out your thoughts. Writing out your thoughts. Your you it's connected with it's connected with um, Facebook. It's connected with um, um, WhatsApp. It's connected with YouTube. It's con- everything. Everything is yeah. it's, it's coming together very well. Yeah. And uh, and, and pretty yeah. soon, we you won't have the freedom to choose somewhere else because these are owned by very um, specific companies. And these companies are going after AI, artificial intelligence, really fast and hard. Yeah. And and most people don't know that um, Google owns a million square feet at NASA. And and I don't even know if that is, is a higher number now, but at the time it was a million square feet. Think about that. At NASA, so they're getting into everything, and and Facebook and Google are putting uh, drones and balloons uh, around the world to get everyone connected to the internet. You see, Everybody the internet, needs to have internet, yeah. uh, internet access. Yeah, the internet will be the global brain. The AI will feed off of the global brain. And I know some of you out there are like, oh, come on, Chris, really. <laughs> All I could say, listen, listen, and we're going to do a show about AI in a few months. And what, what the stuff that we have, you know, to show you, <laughs> you have no idea, no idea. You look up, look up Watson, look up uh, Google's artificial intel- intelligence, look up Google's artificial intelligence, dreaming, dreaming. You say, how can it dream? Well, this is going to be an autonomous self, um, what's, the, what's the term, um, Roy? Self-aware, self-aware um, virtual orga- orga- organism or, you know, some, some people, you could dub it Skynet if you want to. There is actually a Skynet already in place. I didn't make it up. It's out there. You have so many powerful AIs right now that we don't even know which one if 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 it won't be a network, instead of one AI that's all powerful, it could be a network of powerful AIs. We don't know, but it's on the horizon. And you know, we we had me and Rory and somebody else had a conversation the other day, and we and I was explaining, um, you know, sometimes because I don't spend a lot of time on Facebook, I go there, I promote, don't let them burn, some Christian stuff, and I leave. And sometimes you have a problem with somebody. You want to say something, but you don't know how to say it. And the first thing that pops yep. up in your brain is that Facebook screen. So that becomes yep. your reality. What can I put on Facebook? What can I say to them on Twitter? What, what can I say to annoy them <laughs> or make them think about how I'm feeling or whatever, whatever the case is, you know? So your, your perception is warped by these virtual um, social platforms or games or, you know, we, we can go on and on about that, but let me, let me, let me go back, digress and go back to the subject. All right. So here on um, this one is called, I'm, I'm going to read from three different articles. Okay. So remember president Obama, Barry Satoro, Barack Hussein came out and talking about he wants to open up an investigation with the CIA about 
the, the elections, right? So, and this one is from OccupyDemocrats.com, and it said the, t- the title is CIA Russians Hacked Republican National Committee Emails Anything. Uh, it says here the CIA revealed a bombshell today, which points the finger at Russia for using hacking to favor Republican Donald Trump over Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton in, in this year's election. An important part of the CIA's explosive uh, conclusion is this chilling fact. Russia hacked the Republican National Committee, but didn't leak any of the emails to WikiLeaks. Now, now, before I go on, WikiLeaks already came out and said, the Russians are not our source. Somebody's lying. <laughs> but um, um, Julian Assange has been around for a long time. Right. And whenever he tells you something, it's it's the truth. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't it's been it's been gold. Every yeah. every single time, what he has said has been precise. Yeah. So and so um, in, yeah. And, they're and the so ones that are, are are spinning the information. Yeah. And so it goes on and says, um, preferring to only distribute 200 Republican emails to DCLeaks.com and sitting on the rest. Uh, it says here, if the Russians' goal, real goal was discrediting democracy by hurting both parties equally, they'd have released both parties' emails. Instead, Putin held Republican emails and only released Democratic emails, which didn't contain any bombshells but whose daily revelations still influence public opinion massively. The New York Times report sheds light on the, on, on the detail. So anyway, I'm going to stop right there for a second um, because we, I, I really don't have to read more because you see the narrative that's about to be formed, right? So that's a liberal website. And then uh, townhall.com reports FBI – CIA not on the same page about Russian hacking, maybe because the evidence about Russia helping Trump is not sustained. <laughs> Contrary to claims made by Democrats and, and about Russian, Russian interference helping uh, President-elect Donald Trump, there is no definitive proof that the Kremlin ordered such cyber attacks. It's all based on circumstantial evidence, innuendo, and anonymous sources that are bound by an apparent interagency feud between the CIA and the FBI. On December 10th, the Washington Post reports that both agencies were not on the same page, which seemed to have angered <laughs> Democrats. Of course, they're always angry about something. But um, it says here, uh, sitting before the House Intelligence Committee was a senior FBI counterintelligence officer. The question uh, the question the Republicans and Democrats in attendance wanted answered was whether the Bureau uh, concurred the conclusion that the CIA had just shared with senators uh, that Russia quite clearly intended to help Republican uh, Donald, um, sorry, Republican Donald Trump defeat Democrat Hillary Clinton and clinch the White House. For the Democrats in the room, the FBI's response was frustrating, even shocking. During a similar sentence, Intelligence Committee briefing held the previous week, the CIA statement, as reflected in the letter 
the lawmaker now held in their hands were, quote, direct and bald and unqualified, unquote, about Russia's intentions to help Trump, according to one of the officials who attended the House briefing. And it goes down and says, the competing message, according to the officials in attendance, also reflect culture differences between the FBI and the CIA. The Bureau, uh, true to its law enforcement roots, wants facts and tangible evidence to prove something beyond all reasonable doubt. The CIA is more comfortable drawing inferences from behavior. And it goes on and on. Uh, so anything to say before I go to the next one, uh, Roy? Well, some of the other things that people didn't know that um, what was going on is that before the election, Russia had made some military moves that were quite concerning to the United States because of some of these allegations um, that were made, right. you know, based off of these allegations. I, I, you know, I'm not saying, again, that Russia is... Um, holier than thou. Um, but I'm saying that we actually need to be careful about mm-hmm. the things that we're, that we're saying. You right. know? Here's a, uh, just a historical fact, people. War generates money. War generates money. The bottom line for World War One, money. The bottom line for World War Two money. All of these wars that you see, uh, look how long America has been in wars since Vietnam. We conti- we're continually at war. It doesn't look like it because it's not on our soil. Now, whatever the reasons for the war... Look at, look at Syria today. Yeah. I'm not going to contend the today. reasons, you know, but money, oil, uh, gems, all sorts of things going on, and it, it's, it's so much to cover. And like you said, Syria, Syria is is serious. <laughs> look at look at look at what happens to it in the Bible. Destroyed, right? At least yeah, Damascus that, is that, right. That's coming. That's coming. Right. Yeah. And so everybody's talking about. Um, look at the, the the countries that we have been involved in. Let's look mm-hmm. at those countries. Afghanistan. Syria. Egypt. Um, Iraq, Iran. Well, Iraq. Um, it's, it's, a, it's amazing to see what's yeah. going on and how people, because of what we have done, People have left those countries, and now they're coming here to spread their propaganda here, and they're they're mess. Yeah. And so here goes another. I think this is a bombshell. This is from SputnikNews.com, so it's a Russian news site, and the headline is "Former CIA Analyst Russian Hacking Allegations." of U.S. election don't add up, right? And it says here, the Central Intelligence Agency has claimed that Russia interfered in the U.S. election to help President-elect Trump win. 
but one of their former officers has detailed why the, uh, the agency claims do not add up. Speaking to Brian uh, Becker on Sputnik Radio's um, program, uh, loud and clear, former CIA analyst Ray McGovern asserted that it appears that the email releases from the Democrat Party, Democratic Party, are not hacks but leaks. And quote, he says, today they are talking about having overwhelming circumstantial evidence. Um, now we have overwhelming technical evidence. We have the former technical director of the National Security Agency that tells us uh, that this is really just uh, dribble, McGovern said of Bill Binney, a former highly placed intelligence officer with the NSA turned whistleblower. This is really just an operation to blacken the Russians and to blame the defeat of Hillary Clinton on the Russians. Isn't that what I just said, like, you know, half an hour ago? <laughs> and um, he yes. said, McGovern explained that global communications are collected either through the NSA or an intelligence operation of one of our allies. Now, here's one of the key points, right? And he said, um, why do you say that? Well, the NSA has the capability and uses it all the time to find out who is sending the emails to whom, he said. Can, can they do that? In all cases, the answer is yes, they can. So everywhere is, uh, everything is collected. It's like a dragnet. Everything on this planet is collected, and if it's not within this country, we have our allies, the five eyes, and seven or eight other cor- corporative intelligence services that pick up where we left off. Hmm. Now, this is the whole thing. Chris. This is, this, Chris. <laughs> Chris. Yeah. And this, these are some of the things that people, if they don't know, if they don't do their research, they will never know. Yeah. There was a young Democratic uh, operative, or I don't know who he was. He worked for the DNC. He was shot five times in the back mm-hmm. in Washington, D.C. Julian Assange comes out and he says, hey, we're offering, oh, I can't remember the amount of money, probably like three or $5,000 for anyone who could give information that this young man was, uh, who killed this young man. I found that to be quite interesting that he said that. Yeah. Um, But this young man was shot five or six times in the back, and that was it. It's done. Mm -hmm. In Washington, D.C., it was a safe zone. I I think a gun-free zone or something like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, nothing was ever said about that. No one looked into it. But what most people don't understand those emails, they didn't come from Russia. They came from right out of the DNC. They came from right in the DNC. Someone in the DNC was leaking all that information. That was too clean to, to be coming from Russia. Too clean. When they would just yeah. release the, you know, there are, there are so many things that were going on. It was like the FBI at one point was, was trying to play catch up because they look so bad 
that the people on the outside are saying, hey, tomorrow we're going we're gonna to release another 50,000 emails. And they're like, we were scrambling to try to decipher what's going Amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, going back to what this guy just said, I mean, the, the, the paragraph that I just read, the last paragraph, tells you what's going on. If you don't yeah. believe when people tell you everything you do is being collected. Exactly. It's it's not far-fetched, people. I mean, this is a XCI analyst um, just letting you know that it's not just them. It's not just the NSA. We have He hasn't even named the groups, but he's telling you that there are other uh, allies in other countries and other other cooperative agencies, you know, you look at MI6 and all these people. Listen, for them not to know, or let me back that up, for them to uh, to say or assert that the Russians hacked, they would have known. They would have known. And there have been no conclusive evidence of this, none whatsoever. Yeah, and then and then you have uh, China coming out and telling us we need to control our media. Who is who are you, China? See, you see, China's buying up Hollywood. Most of our debt is owed to China, and I guess they think they could dictate to us Americans what to do, telling us we need to control our media outlets, our uh, news uh, and and what's coming out, whatever, you know, that don't fly with me. But it says um, this is from CNBC, one of the fake news networks. Um, <laughs> it says China on U.S. fake news debate. Who we told you so. It says the Chinese state media is weighing in on the fake news debate in the U.S., saying that saying the controversy. Um, and its possible impact on the election outcome only serves to bolster Beijing case when it comes to controlling the Internet. And so this is from um, November 22nd, so this is after election. So in, a, in, in an editorial uh, entitled Western Media Crusade Against Facebook, Communist Party paper, the Global Times, drew parallels with China's fight to uh, uh, China's fight a few years a few years ago to clamp down on what uh, Beijing at the time called rumors, but uh, what many in the West worried was political dissent. So uh, this is a quote: "So long as the mainstream media is free and open, online rumors would do no harm in the big picture." Argument from the West and. Uh, the Times Acts pointing out that it sees a contradiction in the West criticism of at the time that Beijing's crackdown limited freedom of speech. It said it uh, it said the U.S. can go can no longer play this card. Well, <laughs> well, here it is. You know, when you look at Zuckerberg, Facebook dude uh, owner, he was it Angela Merkel he was sitting with, Rory. I am not sure. Well, he was he was he was at some function with a lady, uh, somebody that's you know quote unquote important, and 
they, 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 it was caught on a mic, her asking him what's going on with the censorship, and he's like, he's working on it. <laughs> ah, <God. laughs> so you know, this, see, these, these are the things that you know some people don't they don't get right away. Um, what's coming? What it might not be next week. Um, President, I mean, uh, Donald Trump isn't in office yet. We don't know what what he will change and what he won't change. We only know what he said he would change. Um, but if it doesn't happen during or even term, what, what what President Obama will try to do before, yeah, goes in he, yeah, because he's moving now. Yeah, he's really ramping it up. Um, you have YouTube, which is owned by Google now. They started out independent, but of course, you know, they get um, bought out. And Google came, I'm sorry, YouTube came out with something called YouTube Heroes. That's their censorship police. And not only that, right? They have bots that flag content. So yep. there, there we go with, with sort of an AI sort of thing, right? These bots, they if you use certain words, they flag your content and you get demonetized. That's just the first step. And then, you know, whatever happens after that, then you get, you know, totally taken off of YouTube. Now, realize that YouTube is the biggest um social media video outlet out there. They have the best platform, uh, the best options, and people can argue that, but I've looked into other options. Trust me. <laughs> and you don't get the sort of uh, leverage uh, that you have for putting out content. I remember when YouTube used to be only 15 minutes uh, per video, and then uh the only way you put up a, a, a hour long or forty five minutes or two hours or more, you have to you you would have to have a director's account. And now everyone could put up a two hour video, you know. But the thing is, when you start to talk about controversial issues like um, immigration and um, homosexuality and you know whatever the case may be, they flag you You've been and. They'll drop it down. They'll drop it to where you can only put five minutes up or 15 minutes. I've seen they've censored uh, True News. Uh, That's a Christian um, outlet. And they, you know, they got censored. So they upload a little piece of the, the show and then you have to go to their website. And realistically, no one really wants to go to the other website unless they really want that news, you know? So these are the things that we're talking about, people, when we talk about the global conspiracy. This is not just in America. This is there when you talk about Facebook and YouTube, all these Twitter is censoring hard and they and what they're doing, um say like say for instance they had people out there that threatened Donald Trump Threaten, literally threaten him. They didn't get taken down. They didn't get censor, uh, censored. But people that were 
doing things, uh, talking about American uh, Americana and and some good things, they got censored. Anyone that talks against Clinton, a lot of them got censored, post deleted, uh, losing their yep. account. Same thing on Facebook. And so now you have to go to an alternate source because, listen, Twitter did not make the Internet. Twitter did not become successful on their own. They got successful off of the people. So did YouTube. So did Facebook. There are other alternatives. There's Blab. Um, there's um, Scene.life, which is, looks just like Facebook, uh, operates just like it too. But you're you're able to talk. And there are other ones out there too, Minds.com. So people are looking for ways to talk. And we're not talking about just Christians. They're just people that don't want to be censored. And and t- and being told what you can say when you can say it. These are the times that we're living Absolutely. in. Um, because again, it wasn't so easy to get your voice out. Now, whether it's good or bad, good or bad, it wasn't as easy before. But these are the, the things that we're dealing with, and they're coming at people hard, 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 hard. So. It's it's just like a it's like a, a mafioso gangster mentality. Shut up and don't say anything. Hey, go go read the old books by Huxley and uh um stuff like nineteen eighty four and you're gonna see these sort of environments in those books. You're gonna see what controlling these, thinking. Yeah, controlling these panels yeah. These people were on panels. Um, War of the Worlds was, yeah. was the first one that was done by um, George Orwell. That's who you're yeah. talking about. George, George Orwell, Orwell and um, what's the other guy, man? Uh, he made Time Machine. Oh, my goodness. I can't uh, remember his name. I'll tell right you in, in one second because it's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, my goodness. H.G. Um, Wells. H.G. Wells, yes. Yeah. H.G. Wells. These people were part of a think tank. Um, oh, yes. So, they were doing things far before their time. War of the yeah. Worlds was one of them that they started looking at how they could make people um, be fearful of... Oh, oh, oh. That's when aliens. they ran the first test on, yeah. about aliens on people. And people yeah. fell for it. People committed suicide Yeah, because of what yeah. they heard on the radio. Yeah. So what we were talking about about the new world order and 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 the basically the thought police and, and the AI and all these things. These things are not far fetched. They're not that far fetched. They've done this. They've run the psyops before using radio. Yeah. They now, now they they're running the psyops using the internet. Using yeah. They have many different venues now. Oh, I'm I, I'm tired of that. Let me turn off the TV. Oh, you go to the computer. Oh, snap. Oh, it's the same thing, or it's it's a little different. The media changed. Oh, let me turn that off and go to my phone. Oh, okay. But it, in other words, they're, they're, they're going to get it to you now. But now it is so saturated, Chris, that you will turn all of those instruments off, and you'll talk to somebody, and they'll still tell you what the the, the media just said. Right. They will... They will 
regurgitate quite quickly yeah. what they heard. Yeah. You know, well, and <laughs> go ahead. I've I've talked to people, um, not trying to persuade them or get them on Trump's side or anything like that. I just like ask the question. So, you know, why why don't you like Trump? I just don't like him. Okay, can you give me another reason? They can't give me another reason. And they, and if they do give me another reason, it's that same thing about the uh, the hot mic. And how he because and how he hates that's women. What, that, that's being pushed. And how he <laughs> hates women and he degrades women. And yeah. It, it's it's amazing to see what <clears throat> the psychological operations that were run on people. Yeah. They can't even tell. And we'll then <laughs> at the end of the psychological operation, they look at Trump and say, you know, I think he really needs to apologize to the country because he divided it. What? What? How did he, he divide the country? <laughs> He didn't divide the country. You guys were the one who needs to apologize. You know? The news media needs to apologize. The news media yeah. needs to apologize to Black Lives Matter for letting them think things are going on and pushing forth the story that's wrong, you know, that they, they have lied to people continually. Yep. And people believe it. There's somebody out there tonight that's still... Um, protesting. And you ask them what they're protesting for, they can't even tell you. Yeah. They don't even know. Yeah. I remember during the uh the protest, this one lady, I can't tell I think she might have been Hispanic. Um, she said, There has to be blood. There's there'll be blood. And I'm like, You guys are calling for violence? Really? Really? That, that spiritual aspect is there and it's and it's so dangerous. So dangerous. Why would you call for blood? We, you know, when, when, uh, I never, I never, never, ever, ever liked Obama. Um, and when he won, I didn't, I wasn't in an uproar. I didn't want to go riot. <laughs> I didn't want to go, I didn't, I wasn't calling for blood. People are so, the psyops is real. Uh, yeah. Anybody, if, if you, if you guys, Pick up a book called um, Behold a Pale Horse, and you're going to read about, uh, I think it's Silent or Quiet, we- uh, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars. You're going to read about concepts like that. And the guy that wrote the book, I can't remember his name right now, oh my goodness, but uh, he was out of the military and he saw some things and he, he, he tried to awaken the people at the time. Um, and he 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 died. Um, I think uh, at early two thousand somewhere he died. They 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 got finally got him, killed him. But the thing is that you're always being operated on somehow, and a lot of it is not. It's just not obvious. But when you start to wake up and see the this the disinformation the things that are going on globally, we are in a war spiritually. We are at a place where I, I, I would hear about and sometimes read about back in the early 90s, late 80s. I knew that I, I had a feeling it would come in my lifetime, but the thing is that you don't know how it's going to come about. 
And to see all of these things coming together, um, the control of your thoughts, the control of your monetary system, your political system, everything, it's, it's just coming together for this one world government, one world religion. When you see the Pope speak out about something, even though here's another fake news lie, right? <laughs> uh, they said the Pope said something about fake news and that it's like uh, sniffing feces or something like that, whatever. But the the media was actually lying. They were taking something he said out of context. And I don't hold the Pope to no regard, but I don't think somebody should be lied on. You know? Um, and these are the things that are going on. And in this day, we're in 2016, and folks, when we get to do another show on technology, and when I'm not even talking about artificial intelligence yet. I'm talking about just surveillance society. We, we have some news to let out on you. We have some news about um, uh, super com- uh, quantum computing. Um, there's the black slime that's being found all over the place. That's nothing new. The black slime was in books, video games. So, and now it's being, you've seen it in reality now. Antarctica, what's going on? What's going on in Antarctica? Why, why are officials, presidents, folks going down there? Why? Mysteries. These are the mysteries. You know, when you say mystery Babylon, there's a mystery behind the veil. There's something there that we can't figure out because we don't have all the information. But it's guaranteed that the word of God has told us a lot of things. We don't have to have all the information. Word of God has told us these times would come. Just yeah. time to pay, start paying attention. Go ahead, Roy. Roy. Yeah, man, I'm here. Yeah, I say go ahead. Oh, um, Chris, what you talked about earlier on <clears throat> about um, Antarctica, things that these men are pushing in our society today we spend some time looking at fake news and its impact impact that it has on society we didn't even get to touch on Pizzagate and I think we want to, might want to touch on that uh, Pizzagate let me tell you everything that you see in the media don't believe it it's not necessarily true we're finding out more and more that some of these news, and I, I'm not sure of this, but I'm just going to say it. Sometimes these news scenes are also staged to look a certain way. Um, CNN has been caught lying about um, certain things. Um, other news media have been caught. Look, I don't know if there's a pedophile ring going on. I don't know if all these things that are happening are happening. I don't know. But one thing I know, and it's this. The Bible says for us to shun the very appearance of evil. Evil is evil. 
regardless. You have people that are saying they're doing spirit cooking. They're doing all these things that are not necessarily usual, the usual. If we're going out to a a dinner party or something, we go to a dinner party. But spirit cooking, um, things of that nature where um, Jay-Z and those people are there and, and, and this woman is supposed to be world-renowned and, and the things that she's painting and doing involves children and pig's blood. Uh, that's not like going to your local 7-Eleven or going out to have a bite to eat. Something's not right about that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, here, you know, uh, I was going to say very quickly, there was a news uh, company uh, that was found doing fake news. They set up in front of a uh, uh, um, what, what seemed like it was a, a murder scene, a crime scene, and they had the, the police tape right behind them and what was supposed to be the actual scene. Well, people that were actually there took photos on their camera and it showed that it was fake police tape on some something to hang it up and an empty lot behind them. It wasn't even the real site. Fake mm-hmm. news. And now uh, Breitbart reports the New York Times just hired uh, to cover uh, the to cover the Trump White House. Um, sorry, the New York Times just hired to cover the Trump White House. The, the political reporter busted by WikiLeaks for allowing Clinton campaign chairman John Podesta to vet an article about the candidate. Um, quote: Because I have become a hack, I will send you the whole section that pertains to you. Glenn Thrush emailed John Podesta. Please don't share or tell anyone I did this. Tell me if I effed up uh, anything. He surely did in wow. asking a partisan to review his work for accuracy. The, uh, the, the request for secrecy in a profession uh, dedicated to transparency indicated he knew as much. And the article goes on. But here's the thing. They hired him to cover. So he's not even a trustworthy person. Fake News. Yep. All right. Well, we have five minutes left, Rory. Um, I just want to tell everybody out there, uh, well, first, thanks for listening and and joining us. Um, I hope that you you got some insight from this. Um, And whether you agree with this conversation or not, uh, you should still do your own research. Um, Absolutely. You know, and and definitely turn to the word of God. If you're not saved, this is the time. Jesus Christ came, and it's true, not fake news, <laughs> not a, conspir- a Christian conspiracy, um, not a Jewish conspiracy. He came, he died, rose on the third day for your soul. He loved the world, and he gave his only begotten son for you. So Jesus Christ is God in the flesh, 100% man, 100% human. And he's just waiting on you. No one comes to the Lord unless he's called. So hopefully he's calling you tonight. You're hearing this voice. And we just want to implore you to, that this is the best decision that you can make in your life, is just to bow and to Jesus Christ. Anything else, Rory? Three minutes left. Hello, Rory? Yeah, man, I'm here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. <clears throat> I just want to say to everyone, like Chris said, check out the things that we're saying. 
go and look for yourself. There are so many other things that we could also talk about. So many things that need to be said um, that we could go over and talk and talk and talk about. But you got the most important part tonight, the main part. Look for yourself. Listen. Jesus is real. Jesus came. He came and died for your sins that you couldn't even pay for. He came because he never needed to die. He was perfect. But he died on the cross for our sins that we could be grafted in. And you might say, well, I I just don't know. Ask the Lord, and he will reveal himself to you. And he always does. I'm just praying for everybody out there that they come to the understanding of who Jesus Christ is for themselves. It's a win-win proposition. God is waiting. He says, Jesus says, I stand at the door and I knock. He's not going to force the door in. He's knocking. He's waiting for you to grant him the entrance. And, you know, that's, that's what I have to say. Seek him while he may be found. Because there's going to come a day where you can't seek him. There is coming a day, and we are a day closer to that day, where we will not be able to seek him. So make, have your calling and election sure. Jesus is coming back. Thank you. Amen. Thank you guys for joining us. Don't let them burn. Chris and Roy, good night. What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile. Now that is an achievement. Everything from markers and pens to 2019 desk calendars. And right now, a 12-pack of Sharpie markers and an 8-pack of Expo dry erase markers are only $4.99 each. At Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Ends one nineteen nineteen in store only.